Amen. I do desire your prayers today, this morning, as we try to speak for you for just a few moments this morning. Uh, we keep continue to pray for those that's sick and not feeling good. We ask you to remember them very much so. We serve a God that knows what's going on. Amen. Believe that very much so. I do desire your prayers again this morning because it seems like I'm struggling this morning. But uh, I do desire your prayers. Okay. Turn with me, if you will, to the 16th chapter of Luke. I'm going to read a few verses of scripture there. And honestly, I hadn't even... I didn't even think about even talking about this at all, but we're going to for just a little bit. I'm here this morning. I hope I, I hope I can encourage us this morning. Amen. You know, it seems like to me, you know, all this hot weather and everything gets to you or gets to me and just kind of get discouraged about a lot of stuff or things. Or I just my way I, you know, kind of do and everything. But I want to encourage us today as a Christian life. You know, we got a lot to look forward to. And I'm going to bring that up towards the end of the messages today. But uh, we serve a God that's able, and we just got to continue on, keep on going day after day. Amen? Amen. Because, you know, we know that the Word of God is true, and one of these days He's coming again, to, you know, to get us. If You know, and we're going to stand before God someday. And, uh, and according to the Bible, there's just two places we're going to end up at, one or the other. That's just Scripture, you know. And... But I'm so thankful today for what he's, what he, who he is, and what he's done for us. Very much so. I don't preach it, you know. You don't hear much preaching on this, this here very much. I'm not really preaching on this first part here much. I'm just going to bring a few things out that, uh, what this is all. This is what Jesus was, you know, said about this situation, and uh, it doesn't say it's a parable. You know, it's in the 16th chapter of Luke, and it starts in the 19th verse. It's about the rich man Lazarus, you know, and I know we read it, and we don't. some of us maybe don't like to read it, but it's true. It's, it's in the Bible, you know, and hell is real. Amen? Amen. The Bible says it's real, very much so. And I also want to point out to you just a few things that we today probably take for granted and and I'd hate to do without them. And I'm going to bring a few of them out just real. And I'm not going to talk about this much. We're going to go one more place in the Bible in just a little bit here. But this Jesus himself talking. He said, there was a certain rich man was, was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus who laid at the gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs he fell, at the rich man's or fell from the rich man's table Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And the Bible says, In hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Man, what's that's sad, isn't it? Amen. I just want to bring out a couple of things here that we sometimes I am so thankful for the mercy and the grace of God. Amen. And maybe think about it for just a moment. You know, we I think sometimes don't forget about the mercy and the grace of God. And wouldn't you hate to spend almost one day without the mercy of God. 
Think about it for just a moment. And the rich man cried out and he told him, he said, you know, have mercy upon me. You know, this is just bad. And he said, you know, and he said, you know, he sent him, did he may dip his finger in water and water him and cool my tongue, okay. And we find out, you know, through this period here, then Abraham said, he said to him, his son, he said, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth the good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. Now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And another thing, and one more thing I think, you know, uh, he looked at to, in this, you know, and I've, I've, I've talked about this maybe before, probably here or in some place or another. But man, wouldn't you hate to be in a place of torment? Just think about man, and remember all the chances we had. Just think about it. You know, God didn't make that for the rich man. He made it for himself. Anybody believe that? It's a choice. And that's another, that's the second thing there. Wouldn't you hate to be in a place without mercy and a place where your mind just kept going back and say, what if? What if I hadn't got caught up in the, the world I lived in? And, and I think we, we today get caught up in things today that, you know, that takes us away from God. And we think into a point that, you know, we'll set everything, you know, and we'll get everything right one of these days towards the end. But, you know, today, the Bible says, day is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. Amen. And he said, remember all these things. He said, remember how good it used to be. But now things has changed. And I read on just a little bit. He said, There's a, try this, there's a great gulf between us, you know. And then he went on down the next few verses there and he said, you know, he said, you know, and he finally, the rich man realized, you know, this, this, this is it. This is it. I'm here with no mercy. I'm here with a mind. That's great. And it's going to tore me for the rest of my life that I didn't do what I should have done. Just think about it for just a moment. And he said, okay, I you know, his mind is so great. He remembered, I got a family back home. He said, you know, if you send somebody back there and tell them, much as I love to see them, ask them not to come here. Amen. So get think about this. Hell is not a good place. Then you wonder why we place so close to the gate sometimes. In my opinion. Why don't we take salvation seriously? Amen. Think about it. It's, it's easy today to get somebody mad and they won't come to church for a long time. But if you read this here, I wouldn't worry about what the people thought of me. I remember that one day I will stand before God. Amen. One day I'll give account for everything I have, I've done. And I'm not gambling on tomorrow being here. I'm gonna make everything right today. Amen. He said, I remember, you know, I got family back. I love them and how I love to see them, but I don't want to see them here. And I just want to bring that out to you for just a few, just a little bit, and just like you know, this, this, you know, we, 
you know, and I, I'm guilty too. You know, sometimes we don't take this very seriously anymore. But I understand what I'm talking about. We don't take seriously anymore. And, and we, we, we realize, you know, to a point, you know, and I you know guilty too. We just think, you know, I'll, get, I'll fix everything later. I'll get everything right. But the Bible says, you know, the rich man died and he said in hell he lifted up his eyes. He, he threw away everything that he had just for a few pleasures in life. That's the way I look at it. Thought he had everything that he needed, but he didn't have what he really needed. And that was God. You can be rich in this world and lose out on the most important thing. And that's God. That's God. So you look at this, and you you I could you know people you preachers preach on this here, and you can preach a whole hour on this right here. But I'm not going to even talk about it much anymore, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. But I'm just saying, you know, I just want to realize there's a few things, you know, just a mercy, you know, I'd hate to do without the mercy. You know, you think it's hot out here? You know, last Friday it was hot. <laughs> I walked out on the deck, about you know, and it was miserable. We'll get back inside. But I think nothing compared to what it's talking about here. Amen. And you know, and you'd, I'd hate to sit out there for 30, 40 minutes there and just let that beat down on me. But this rich man realized, you know, this is it. This is it. Amen. And I want to get you discouraged. I want to encourage you this morning. I want you to turn with me to Revelation for just a little bit. And I don't know if I've ever preached on this one. I've, I've talked about this and, and, and I've read it many times at many funerals and this and that. But I want to give you something. You know, there was a man, you know, that, you know, that Jesus, uh, that God told me, he said, you'll not see death before you see the Lord Jesus Christ that's in Luke. You know, and when they went to took Christ to the, you know, to the cosmic circumcision and all that, he's seen him. And you, you, I don't know how many days it was or how many years it was from the time that God told him until this happened. Amen. And we today, you know, and we, we get up every day and we struggle sometimes this or that, but we've got to realize what God says is going to come true. He told us, man, you'll not see death until you see the Lord Jesus Christ. And no doubt these times, you know, he probably thought, you know, this is never going to happen. It's never going to come true. But one day it did. One day it come true. And I'm here today to tell you, we get these thoughts in our minds, but one day this will come true. We will stand before God. And we will give account for everything that we've done. So I'm saying today to tell you, even though at times, you know, and, you know, we struggle, we, we eat sometimes, and that's, you know, I ain't saying that's going to keep you, keep you out of heaven. I'm just saying there's times, you know, you got to look up and say, you know, I got to keep on going. I got to keep on going. Why? Because, you know, there's a place called hell, but there's a place called heaven. And I don't want to go to that place called hell. There's no second chances in hell. No second chances whatsoever. 
But the Bible tells us in Revelation, I want to read this to you this morning for just a little bit here, and I won't be long-winded this morning. And uh, uh, as we look at this here, the Bible tells us the 20th chapter of Revelation, and start with the 11th verse. And he says, I saw a great white throne, and he that sat upon it, whom faced the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was no more place found there. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open, and another book were open, which is a book of life. And the dead were judged out of these books, which were written in the books according to whose, their works. That's my works and your works. And he said, The sea give up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is a second death, and we could talk about a lot of stuff. But well, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And according to this, it said, "The sea give up the dead." There's no hiding place from judgment. There's no hiding place from judgment. We're going to stand there, and we're going to give account for it. But what the next few, the, the few, next chapter talks about, John seen this, and, and it, you know, I just it was be amazing. You know, I know it blew his mind, you know. But I just want to tell you the reason why that you should lift your heads up this morning, even though you may be struggling, even though I may be struggling this morning. I want to read to you what John saw. I read to you where the rich man ended up his life at, and it's not great. And you know, we see people, you know, and, and, and you know, you, you see people say, how do you do it? You know, do it? And they say, well, I'm just living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I can, I guess I can say that one way, but I'm going to live a dream. <laughs> this living a dream down here is not a real big dream. It's not great. I mean, good. It's good. I'm glad you know what I'm talking about. But I want to read you what John saw, Brother Malachi. I want to read you what he said. He said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Things are switching to get good. And he said, I saw John, I said, I John saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming out from God, out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice from heaven saying, Behold. This is a tabernacle. This ain't some man saying this. <laughs> but I heard a great voice saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with, with man, and he shall dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. <laughs> Boy, it's looking better, ain't it? <laughs> it's looking better, ain't it? <laughs> then John said, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there'll be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. For there shall be no more pain, for these former things are passed away. Why wouldn't this that verse there make you want to get up and say, you know, I, I'm going to face the world today. Amen. Why wouldn't that just that one verse say, hey, you know, you may talk about me, but you're not going to hurt, you're not going to take away my joy. Because in ch this chapter here, this verse here, I got joy. Because God said, he'll take away the pain. He'll take away their suffering. I'll never have to go to another funeral. I'll never have nothing pain. I'll never sit down at night and cry by myself anymore because all that stuff has passed away. Why? 
because I'm going to be with Almighty God. I'm going to be with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I never had to face Satan anymore. That ought to make you say hallelujah right there if you don't say anything else. Wouldn't it be great not to have to fight that joker one more time and say, you know, he's out of here. I never had to look at him again. And he said, he sat up on the throne and said, behold, I make all things new. And he said here, and he said, none of the former things are passed away, or all these things passed away. He said, on the throne, I make all things new. He said, right for these words are true and faithful. In other words, Brother Hans, he said, you know, this ain't a fairy tale. This is the truth. John seen it. He said, it will come to pass someday, I believe. You know, in his mind, it will happen. So he said, get ready for it because it will happen. Just like, you know, when God told the, the man, he said, you know, you're not going to die before you see the Lord Jesus Christ. And he did not die before that. This place called heaven is true. It's true. And Satan is not going to be there. Can you say amen to that? It's going to be the Lord, but God and Jesus Christ sitting on the right hand of the Father. He makes all things new. He said, he told me, he said, it's done. He said, and he said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. Thank you, Lord. I will give to him the fountain of water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I love this next, okay, let me back up and read, just give a couple of things up there real quickly. He that inherits all, he said, overcome, oh, trying to inherit all things. How are we over, going to overcome with Jesus Christ? Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. He said, I'll be with you, Jesus said, until the end. Did Jesus overcome everything? Amen. And we can too. Amen. With Jesus in our hearts, in our lives. And he said here, he's overcoming the thing. He said, I will be their God. And he shall be what? My son, I'm going to put into the word, he'll be my daughter. John saw this. John saw this. So I'm saying here in closing that Hell is real. Amen. Don't need to play around it. Amen. Amen. The rich man seen everything he said, you know, and everything he would like to had, he couldn't have any more. Just the two or three things he mentioned. He liked to have mercy. He had a mind. You know, in hell you'd like to lose your mind, but he had a good mind because he remembered everything. He remembered everything. So what I'm saying is today in this, that as we struggle, read Revelations 21 sometimes. I do a lot. I do a lot. God shall wipe away. I cry a lot. I can't help it. That's just the way I am. But I can't wait someday to take these old glasses off and let him just, God, just wipe away. Amen. And say, well done, 
that good and faithful servant. Not to all I call I done, but because I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. You may be struggling today, I don't know. But I know we have a God that's able. Amen. Able. And I was going to preach another thing this morning. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've said this quite a bit lately, but when I got out of that chair, this is when this come to me. And you may say, you should have done the other. It wasn't very good, but I just don't want to think God wanted me to do. Amen. I just wonder what God would do. Because I think somebody's here today is just struggling. Just say, you know, maybe just kick it out neutral and just struggling. But I'm going to give you something to fight. I'm trying to give you something to fight for. Amen. Fight for. Fight for. Man, I'm not talking about, Lord, if you want to play something, just something to fight for. Is it worth fighting for? Amen. Fighting for. Fighting for. It's like the man, I go back to it quite often, or this morning I have, in Luke, where God told me, you'll not see death until you see the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is my opinion, this ain't biblical. I mean, there's time they thought, is this ever going to happen? Is this ever going to happen? But I put this in my own kind of version. One day he went to church. Things changed. He seen him. So I'm going to keep on keeping on this morning, y'all. Come on, y'all going to keep on. You're not going to let the devil defeat you, are you? You're not going to let him defeat you, are you? Why? You don't have to. You've got the right to tell him, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave my kids alone. Come on. Leave my house alone. Leave my mind alone. Your mind would make you do things if you let Satan get a hold of it, things you wouldn't normally do. That's what I'm talking about. I won't go any further for battle, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to give you a word of encouragement this morning. Of all the things that John said, he said, man, it'd be worth it. Just keep on fighting. Keep on fighting. Let's stand this morning. I don't know. You may want to come pray for some reason. You can. Come on right now. I don't want to close it out. I'll give you an opportunity to. If you need to for any reason, we ask you to. Anybody. Any uplifted hands, just say, remember when you pray. God bless them hands. God bless your hands. Father, today we just thank you for this time you've given us today to be in your house. We just thank you today, Father, for your word. We thank you, Father, for the comfort that we feel here from time to time. We ask you to forgive us when we failed you, Father. We ask you to forgive us when we get down because we have so much to look forward to, so much to be happy about. I pray for those that are sick today, Father, you touch them today, those that has been mentioned today, Father. Father, I pray that you just touch each every sick person, Father, today. We know you're able. We pray you just give us the faith that we need to have to believe it, Father. Because we know by your stripes we're healed today, Father.
with our country today, Father, our leaders. We pray for Old Grove Church today. As a pastor, I pray, Father, that you would strengthen me. I pray that you let the power of the Holy Ghost, Father, follow this church like it never had before, Father. Let it all start with each and every individual, Father. And we love you so much today, Father. We ask you again for forgiveness. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.